We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How's everybody living? Hope everyone's having an awesome start to the week because I know the Ducks are. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. We got another awesome show in store for you guys today. Uh, you know, another com- another day, another commitment uh, seems to be the way that it's going for Dan Lanning and the Oregon coaching staff on the recruiting trail as they land another big-time commitment on Monday from 2024, San Jacinto, California, wide receiver Dylan Gresham, who chose the Ducks over the likes of Washington and Arizona. Uh, I'm back in Long Beach right now because I got to hit the road out to San Jacinto and cover this commitment in person. Um, Really, really fun time, and a big thank you to Coach Galliano and the rest of the San Jacinto community for having me out to cover this commitment, but love being able to cover these commitments in person, you know, big moment for these guys, but we're going to be breaking down this commitment for the Ducks uh, who are now in, who are now ranked inside the top five nationally in the 2024 recruiting class. So we're going to get into, you know, Gresham, his decision, uh, what this means for the Ducks and a whole lot more. Probably going to go for about 30-ish minutes is kind of my plan for today. Super, super busy. But uh, if if we can, I'll see if I can get some mailbag questions. So go ahead and uh, hop in the live chat for us and uh, hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel uh, to get more Oregon football and recruiting content for sure. So Dylan Gresham is a duck. Going to throw on some highlights here to uh, kind of just help bring this story to life. But man... Three commitments in three days for Dan Lanning and company as the Ducks stay red hot on the recruiting trail. Uh, Another big time addition in the wide receiver room for Junior Adams and the rest of this uh, receiving staff at Oregon. Dylan Gresham is wide receiver number three in Oregon's 2024 uh, recruiting class, joining the likes of Jordan Anderson and Tysir Denmark. Uh, the second recruit out of the state of California to announce his commitment to the Ducks here in 2024. And I think for for Oregon, this was a little bit of just, you know, Junior Adams and this coaching staff kind of finding, it sounds cliche, but a little bit of a a diamond in the rough uh, because 
this guy, you know, was, was pretty under recruited. Um, you know, looking at his 247 sports recruiting profile, had 14 reported offers at the time of his commitment. He was rated a four star prospect, 0.8919 on the 247 sports composite, the number 409 player in the country, number 58 wide receiver, and the number 32 player in California. Um, so Oregon had to go against, you know, some Pac 12 foes in this one namely in Washington and Arizona, and they were able to come out on top here in this recruitment. And I got to talk to Dylan after his commitment, and I asked him when he knew that it was Oregon, and he said it was after that second visit out to Eugene in April when he really knew that this was kind of where he wanted to play his college football, that this felt like a spot he could see himself at, and that he was comfortable with the staff. So really with, with Gresham just as a player, let's kind of get into what the Ducks are getting as a player I asked his his uh, head coach, uh, Coach Eric Galliano, and he was saying that the Ducks are, you know, they're getting a playmaker, a guy who is really able to just do some special things with the ball in his hands. Uh, you see him here, the the short area burst, the, the agility, the uh, elusiveness, and he's off to the races. So this is a guy that certainly has big playability written all over him. I mean, if you look at his his junior stats, they're they literally sound like they're straight out of a video game. Six foot, 175 pound wide receiver, um, and then we're looking at these stats from his junior year. And as a junior, um, sorry, I'm stalling a little bit here to to get the right stats up because it's giving me some other stuff. Okay, as a junior at San Jacinto, Dylan Gresham, new Oregon wide receiver, commit 90 catches, 90 catches for 2,051 receiving yards and 31 touchdowns. I mean, you have, I'm looking at it right now. I want to say it's at least one, two, three, four, five games with three touchdowns and then one game with four touchdowns. I'm going to go ahead and read you his total receiving yards. Just, you know, going at a glance, 197, 138, 196, 238, 247, and then his last game of the year, a two-point loss to Grant High School, nine catches for 187 yards and three touchdowns. So this is a guy who just leaves it all out on the field. And and what we absolutely have to talk about, when you're putting up those kind of numbers, you're really making the most out of your touches. So he's an incredibly efficient player in terms of just making the most out of the touches that he gets averaged 22.8 receiving yards per catch after his junior year and what makes him special obviously you see there the the ball skills there the ability to adjust plays a little bit of corner uh, on the side as well but one of the things that really makes Dylan Gresham special is his speed and his quickness uh, you know, his coach was telling me this is a guy who is pretty much up to his top speed by his third step, which is pretty crazy. Um, but he's it's just another weapon in this wide receiver class that is just loaded with talent. I mean, Oregon's wide receiver room, I think that there was a little bit of discussion about maybe not feeling super great about the depth at the start of spring ball. Uh, but then you get Treshawn Holden, uh, Tez Johnson. Gary Bryant Jr. opts to transfer over from USC. So you're feeling real good about that wide receiver depth. And then now this Oregon staff is saying, okay, we're feeling good about the depth now, but how about the future? We got to go out and get guys like Dylan Gresham. Uh, Junior Adams, obviously very well connected in the state of California. 
that's his home state. And that's where the Ducks have found a, a, a very elite crop of skilled players uh, in recent years on the recruiting trail. So the, the, the addition, you know, deep threat here, you see him just absolutely torching uh, the secondary. He also has additional value as a returner. And this is someone who is super, super athletic. You know, I was asking him, Hey, you know, what's your overall athletic picture? Is it just, or are you all in on football? You know, he's football, uh, track, swimming, uh, basketball. So this is just an overall phenomenal athlete. Um, I don't think he necessarily blows you away with his, you know, physical skills, you know, six foot 175 pounds, isn't anything super abnormal. Um, you know, definitely very similar to what the ducks have in Tysier Denmark and, and Jordan Anderson. So some similar builds there. I think that's one of the things that's kind of interesting to me with this wide receiver class is that there's just not a lot of top, top tier guys that have a lot of size as well. Uh, you know, that bigger body frame, the ducks are going after James Madison. I think that's the, the main guy that kind of pops out from a physical standpoint out there in Florida. I think he's around six, three or so, um, so this is just another awesome addition for, for uh, you know, the Ducks here with, with Dylan Gresham. And then you're, you're continuing to recruit at just such a high clip. You know, I think I was banging the drum for a while that this, this run was coming for Oregon. It was just a matter of when, not if. Um, you know, this, the, the way that this staff has laid out their, uh, you know, their priorities, they're, they're really making sure that they – emphasize recruiting and they get guys that are going to bring them to the next level. You get Michael Van Buren, Zadavian Sims, uh, two really big time commitments over the weekend at quarterback and defensive line respectively. And, you know, no, no one's even close to recruiting on Oregon's level right now on, on the West coast. And especially in the PAC 12, I mean, you could say Colorado and, and call and uh, USC they're doing, they're living in the portal heavy, and they're also getting, I think Colorado is doing a better job right now than USC is recruiting the high school ranks. But I know that USC has been going after some big names as well. And I think that they have a recruiting run of their own in store as well. So kind of zooming out a little bit and looking at the big picture um, in the Pac-12. But I think that, uh, you know, Oregon is just really putting themselves in a good position to have a really, really strong uh, class here um, in, in 2024, you know, certainly the best class out West as of right now, but, you know, there's a lot of time between now and December. I think that the commitment of Dylan Gresham just kind of drives home the point that we're heading into summer, you know, a couple months, a couple weeks, excuse me, you know, guys are getting out of high school, uh, getting out of school for the summer. And they're saying, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to just be able to, you know, do my thing and, and just focus on ball. Oregon's in a perfect spot in terms of the, what they've done heading into the summer. You have two quarterbacks committed. So the most important position for any team to recruit, you have your two guys in the fold and they're both solid in their commitments. So you're able to go out and recruit a guy like Dylan Gresham and some other big time pass catchers in the 2024 class that we're going to talk about here. Um, so you're able to go into the summer really confident with the group that you already have. And then that group is going to, you know, start recruiting some more too, right? You know, you have a bunch of commits saying, you know, who's next? Uh, you know, we want you to join, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. But there's just so many guys that are already in the fold that Oregon's able to kind of focus their priority on some of those big, big time targets that they maybe have a little bit of ground to make up with. But there's so many guys that are going to be taking their official visits, making their commitments uh, as we get into the summer months here, because they ultimately want to be able to, 
uh, kind of wrap up the recruiting process before their senior years. They want to be able to go out with a bang and not have to worry about, you know, hey, I just won this game Friday night. Now I got to go catch a plane to go check out a school. I got to go fly across the country. I got coaches hitting me up left and right. You know, as cool as the recruiting process is on the surface, you know, it, it, as someone who's covered it for a while, you know, that that is one of the elements that I'm trying to ask about a little more is just, you know, do you like all the attention? Do you not like all the attention? You know, is it a lot of stress on your shoulders um, with all of this? So I don't, I don't think that that should be should go unrealized or, or unnoticed here with the recruiting process. But Oregon's at a great spot because now they're going to get a lot of their top guys back onto campus. You know, you had a bunch of big time guys on campus over the weekend from Santa Ana moderate day. You had Brandon Baker, the number one offensive tackle in the country. He was on campus. You had Aiden Breland, the number one defensive lineman on the West coast who just put Oregon in his top 10. Uh, I want to say a week or so ago, uh, getting him back on campus is huge. I, I really don't think that Oregon's in the driver's seat there. Um, but you know, they're, they're doing what they can. They're staying involved in that recruitment and they're getting them onto campus. Then you also had Trent Ferguson, an offensive lineman that's committed to Oregon. He was on campus, Fox Crater, another offensive lineman that's committed to the ducks. He's been taking a lot of trips. Uh, USC was the biggest one of late, but they're able to get him back on campus. I think that was, um, that was definitely, um, a big, a big, uh, you know, visit for the ducks to get him back on campus, to keep things, keep things rolling. Um, so you're able to keep pushing ahead for some of your top guys. And then you also, we've said it a million times, you know, just because somebody is committed to you, that doesn't mean that you stop recruiting them. So I think that might've been, you know, a little bit of an under the radar storyline from this weekend is that Fox Crater was back on campus. And then you got Brandon Baker tweeting. There's something special about that. Oh, uh, as we all know, I kind of rhymed as we all know, his brother Gary played defensive line for the Ducks um, in 2019. That was his senior year. So uh, he's got cl close family ties, and his teammate Lipe Mawala is a 2023 offensive lineman that committed to Oregon, and, and he should be on campus next month in June with the remainder of the 2023 class. So you're getting a bunch of guys in the fold on the recruiting trail that are committing. So those are guys that are, you know, basically expressing votes of confidence. I love what this coaching staff's doing. I love what Dan Lanning's doing. I want to hop on board and be a part of it. Uh, you have all of that happening while you're still bringing in commits that can help you recruit and then other top recruits that you're still trying to, you know, seal the deal with. And I think another note that's worth mentioning is that it looks like June 23rd is Oregon's big official visit weekend, uh, at least in the month of June. Um, I think now the focus turns towards Saturday Night Live, which has kind of typically been the top recruiting event for Oregon, um, aside from the spring game, right? Uh, I think, yeah, because we were, we were wondering kind of when that run was going to happen after the spring game. The spring game came and went. It was a little bit quiet. Uh, and then now the Ducks are heating up. The Ducks are one of the hottest teams in the country on the recruiting trail right now. And, and it's important to note too, that this is a national brand. Oregon has the number five class in the 2024 uh, recruiting rankings. It looks like it hasn't updated just yet. It has them at number six, but I'm pretty confident in saying that they are um, number five uh, nationally right now, unless someone else got a commit. Um, maybe LSU got a new commit. That's why that it has Oregon at number six. Um, but you know, top five, top six, you know, give or take 
but look at the the body of work that the staff has in terms of just having a national reach, having a national presence. You have Ify Obadegu and Michael Van Buren out of Baltimore, Maryland. You have Aaron Flowers out of the state of Texas, Davian Sims out of the state of Oklahoma, Fox Crater in Washington, Luke Moga, Jackson Jones in Arizona, uh, AJ Pugliano out of Medford, Oregon. Uh, who else you got here? Jackson Ford is another guy out of Texas. And then you also have Tioni Gray out of the state of Missouri, uh, which is another state that has really been a priority for Dan Lanning and the Ducks since he took over, um, which makes a lot of sense because he's from Missouri. So obviously he's going to show his home state some love if they think that it's worth it. And you have, you know, uh, a lot of big time talent coming out of there. You got Williams Nawanery, the number one defensive lineman in 2024. You got Jeremiah McClellan, big time wide receiver out of the St. Louis area. Uh, Ryan Wingo is another big time wide receiver that the Ducks are still uh, involved in a little bit on that recruitment. Um, I'm going to have a little bit more on what's next for Oregon at wide receiver over on Ducks Digest, maybe a little bit later today into tomorrow. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, but those are just some of the guys that are big time talents out of the state of Missouri. I know Utah is another state that uh, Landon and company have have taken an interest in uh, of late. Um, they're they're uh, they're recruiting Isaiah Garcia, big time offensive lineman out of the state of Utah at Corner Canyon. So those are a couple states that you got to keep an eye on. But I think that it's just another example that Oregon's going to go wherever they need to, to get the top players, to get those players that are going to take them to the next level and help them build a national championship. I mean, I've been covering the Ducks for, you know, four or five years now, and it started with Mario Cristobal. So, and I'm still hearing the same things, you know, national championship type program, national championship type team. You know, these are the, these are the guys that we need to get to get the program to the next level. That's still the goal. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I think that, you know, I, I said I had a show not too long ago about how Oregon's 2024 class is going to be the best recruiting class in program history. And I think that this past weekend and then into today, only only proves that that much more you know I think that Dan Lanning saw what Mario Cristobal was doing on the recruiting trail and he really just picked up right where right where Mario left off um, because you know he was doing it at a super high level at Georgia he had that blueprint to see the SEC side of things and then the way that Mario was running it in Eugene was already kind of like a SEC type of talent type of approach 
And um, yeah, you're seeing Oregon up there in, you know, up there right with the best of them, right? So now in the, the top six, you have Georgia at one, Michigan at two. They seem to be going back and forth. Ohio State at three, Notre Dame at four, LSU at five, and then Oregon at number six. And then the next closest Pac-12 team after Oregon, I have to scroll a little bit, Colorado at 34. Colorado has five commits here in the 2024 recruiting class. And then you have UCLA at number 47 um, to, when you're looking at your next Pac-12 school. Arizona at 51, USC at 54, and then Stanford at 55. So Oregon is obviously far, far ahead of uh, a lot of these other teams in the Pac-12. But like I said, you know, I think USC has definitely got something special brewing, and I think they're going to make a run uh, as we get into the summer months here with some big-time official visitors coming to campus. But Oregon has 14 commits in the fold now, and 11 of those 14 commits are rated four stars on the 247 sports rankings. Three of them are three stars, and they're averaging 91.01 rating per commit here in the 2024 class. So let's get to a couple mailbags and then see, and then I'll talk a little bit about what's next for Oregon. Eric, what's going on, Eric? Eric said, what's up, Max? Another huge day for the Ducks. Gresham is a beast, leading the nation in receiving. There's no way he finishes his senior year ranked as wide receiver number 44. He'll finish inside the top 20. Yeah, so right now, Dylan Gresham is ranked number 44, uh, the number 44 wide receiver in the country, uh, according to the 247 Sports Rankings. The 247 Sports Composite has him as the number 58 receiver. So I think they're supposed to update their rankings pretty soon. And I think that it wouldn't be a shock to see a guy like Gresham get a bump uh, because of his, you know, elite, elite production from his junior year. But all that being said, you know, if you get that bump, you're going to have to have to keep it consistent and keep producing as a senior. But there's so many other talented wide receivers in Southern California that I feel like Gresham kind of flew under the radar because of that. You know, you have, Ryan Pelham at Long Beach Millican. You have Xavier Jordan at Sierra Canyon. Uh, those are some of the big ones in the the 24 class, at least. Um, I'm trying to think of some more off the top of my head. You know, Modern Day has has some good guys there too. I know Jack Wrestler is a 2024 wide receiver that the Ducks are pretty are recruiting pretty heavily. Um, so I think you know, and I went out to to San Jacinto this morning, and you know, there's it's a really small town. You know, a very very small town. Um, you know, you don't really see, I don't want to pass judgment and say not a lot going on, but it's just, it doesn't look like it's, you know, a pop in city. So I think that it's kind of a little bit more of a low profile kind of, a kind of town. And I think that that might've been part of the reason that you see a guy like Dylan Gresham kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but if he keeps doing his thing, keeps balling, I think that there's, uh, definitely, definitely a reason that we should believe that he could get a rankings bump. And then Eric also said, landing and staff are amazing and identifying talent before all the rankings are updated. No, that's that's spot on for sure. I mean, you already saw that, obviously, with Dylan Gresham. You can make a similar case for Luke Moga, who is hardly scratching his surface of his potential at all. Um, that's what his coach told me when I went to see him out in Arizona last week. So those are two guys that could definitely, um, you know, see their stock rise. Uh, Jackson Ford is a three-star tight end out of uh, – Melissa, Texas, I think you could see his stock rise. Trent Ferguson, 2024 offensive lineman out of West Salem High School that's committed to Oregon. 
you know, six, seven, 300 pounds, you know, super athletic guy, pretty new to the state of football, but, you know, played lacrosse, played basketball. You're, you're going to take those guys if they're in your backyard and they're, they want to come to Oregon, even if they're not necessarily rated that high. I don't think that any good coaching staff is going to be taking commitments just because a guy is rated highly. Obviously that's not the case. And then a more recent example, one of my favorite examples of guys that have been kind of late risers or weren't really ranked that high. And now they've really changed Nate Frazier, 2024 running back out of Santa Ana modern day, Oregon came in with an offer last fall, like relatively early in the fall. And I remember I covered a couple of modern day games in person last year. And I was like, this guy is just a beast. Like, how is he? I thought he was kind of underrated. And then now, sure enough, I think on three has him as their number one running back. And every school in the country is coming calling after that guy. Uh, you got Alabama, you got Georgia, you got Nebraska. Uh, you know, everybody is going after Nate Frazier, but Oregon was in on him early. Carlos Lachlan has done a phenomenal job uh, in that recruitment. And I still feel like Oregon's in a really good spot there in that recruitment. So getting in early on guys and, you know, being that first school in some cases that shows that shows that faith. I think that really uh, carries a little bit of weight still here in today's era of college football. Uh, Brad's Adams says, this is a good target for Van Buren to throw to. Absolutely. I think that that's another reason why this commitment is, is such a big one for Oregon is that you're still giving quarterbacks, uh, you know, Luke Moga and, and Michael Van Buren guys that they can throw to. You're keeping them stocked with weapons, with more playmakers that they're able to use on offense and get the ball to. I do feel like, um, you know, I want to do a little bit more research on each of these receiver commits and their skill sets because they do on the surface seem to be a little bit similar. And I wonder how that kind of factors into things. You know, I remember asking Brian McClendon before the 2021 season at Oregon, you got Troy, you got Dante, you have Isaiah Brevard and Chris Hudson and these other guys. You want to have a mixture of body types and skill sets in your receiver room. And, um, you know, Gresham's a dynamic guy that I think that they really want to move all around, uh, you know, play a little bit of Z on offense as well, that Z receiver spot. I think they can do a little bit of everything. So there's more versatility that really, really comes into play here. And, um, you know, Van Buren and Moga have to be super happy that they have another talented receiver to throw to here in the 2024 class. Micah time with a question. What's going on? Thanks for the question. How many running backs are we looking for need a running mate for Moga? Um, that's a good question. I think right now I would probably say Oregon is looking for two running backs. Um, and that makes sense, right? Because if, if Bucky Irving and Noah Whittington have similar seasons to the ones that they had last year, I think that it's not far-fetched that they could be off to the NFL. Um, you know, certainly Bucky kind of, was the number one go-to back, bell cow back, but they were their usage stats really weren't that different when all was said and done. So I think it's, I'm not saying that I think they're both going to go to the league after the 2023 season, but if they were, would not surprise me in the least, which is why I think this Oregon staff wants to get two more running backs here in the 2024 class. Uh, Nate Frazier, I think, is very much at the very top of that board for Carlos Lachlan here in the 2024 recruiting class out of Southern California. And then another name, Jason Brown Jr. out of Seattle O'Day. He was on campus this past weekend. He's another high, high profile running back that the Ducks are pursuing heavily here in the 2024 class. A couple other big names that are definitely worth watching for Oregon. 
you know, they, they were going after Christian Clark out of Mountain Point in Phoenix, Arizona, but I think they have kind of cooled off a little bit on uh, on his recruitment. You know, Cameron Jones out of St. John Bosco, uh, another guy that they've offered, but I don't think that he's that much of a, a priority right now. One of the other names to watch, though, is definitely Dijon Riggs out of St. John's College in Washington, D.C., where the Ducks found Colin Gill last year in the 2023 recruiting rankings, the 2023 recruiting cycle. Those are kind of some of the three big names that I think you need to watch uh, at Oregon uh, for for Oregon at the running back position in particular. So I would say probably two running backs because uh, you just want to make sure you have options if, if one or even both of those guys end up going to the league in Bucky Irving and Noah Whittington. So, What's next for Oregon at wide receiver? I think we got to talk about that a little bit. There's three wide receivers committed already. Um, I think that one recent guy that I'm hearing some more buzz on uh, with regard to Oregon and, you know, there being some legitimate interest there is uh, Jack Ressler out of modern day in Santa Ana, California. Um, You know, one of the best programs in the entire country. He has Oregon in his top five right now. He's, he's rated a three-star guy. Um, but I think that there, there's definitely some, some upside there and I need to look some, some more at his game, but he's working from a top three, like I mentioned. So let me go ahead and pull that up, um, so that we can kind of get a look at what is going on here. He was on campus for the, the spring, the Oregon spring game. So I think that if, uh, you have some recent trips, that's obviously going to go a long way in terms of just staying on top of uh, a guy's mind and, um, seeing what's, you know, what's going on there with his recruitment. You got to, if you're getting a guy on campus for a couple different visits, I think that's really going to help you. So right now looking at this, you got Jack wrestler. He has a top five of Boise state, Oregon state, Penn state, Oregon, and Arizona state. Uh, he's rated a four star uh, on, it looks like some recruiting services have him as a four star two, four, seven has him as a three star. Uh, on their rankings and on the composite, which takes into account some of the other recruiting services, obviously. So Jack wrestler is absolutely a name to watch for Oregon here. Um, You know, in the coming weeks, it sounds like he might be getting close to making his college decision. So he's definitely a big name to watch for at recruiting at receiver, excuse me, uh, in the 2024 class, other big names to watch for Oregon on the recruiting trail at wide receiver, uh, I already talked about one of them earlier today, but um, Jeremiah McClellan is is a huge target for Junior Adams and the Ducks out of Christian Brothers College in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, he's a guy that has taken a couple of visits out to Oregon. He has Oregon in his top seven, I want to say. Um, I could be a little bit wrong. I'm double checking right now. Um, but Jeremiah McClellan is a recent visitor. He visited for the spring game. He is working from a top 12 right now. You got schools like Ohio State, Georgia, Missouri, Michigan, Notre Dame, Tennessee, you know, the who's who, including Oregon in that top 12. So we'll see if he ends up, um, you know, whittling things down a little bit as we head into the summer months here. Uh, but Jeremiah McClellan, I think, is the guy that they're going to go all in on at wide receiver for sure. He's a massive name to watch here in the 2024 class. Um, and you also have Gatlin bear out of Burley senior high school in Burley, Idaho. He's got crazy speed. I think he ran a 10 one five over the weekend or, or last week. So, you know, the ducks have been prioritizing speed for a while. And I think that that is absolutely a guy that checks off that box. 
got Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis University in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, he's another guy that Oregon's kind of staying involved with, but I think he's kind of a long shot right now, if you're asking my opinion. Ryan Pelham out of Long Beach Millican. I think that Oregon's going to be in the mix in that recruitment kind of until the very end. I think he's working from a top 10 right now. Looks like the Ducks are going to get an official visit. I think he has a, an official visit to Oregon and USC set right now. So that's a guy that you got to keep an eye on for sure. Um, trying to, I'm just looking through the other guys that they've offered here and trying to think of who comes to mind. James Madison out of uh, St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. He has Oregon in his top five. He and Dan Lanning are both Kansas City natives. So we'll see if that kind of helps give the Ducks a little bit of a pull in his in his recruitment. Malachi Durant out of Graham Kapowson, uh, Graham Washington. Um, he's another guy that's been linked to the Ducks for a while. UCLA, Oregon State also in the mix there. But I think those are some of the big names to watch for. And then another one that you got to know is Terry Bussey. Um, he's a guy, big-time recruit out of the state of Texas, out of Timpson High School in Timpson, Texas. 247 has him as the number 15 player in the country and the number one athlete in the country, number two guy in the state of Texas. You know, some of the people that I've talked to um, in Eugene tell me that they kind of see him as a running back, wide receiver, a guy who can do a little bit of everything for you. He's listed at 5'10 and a half, 180 pounds, has Oregon in his top 10 schools right now. And it looks like there's a very good chance that Terry Bussey, the number one athlete in the 2024 class, could end up making his way out to Eugene for a visit next month. So that's kind of what's going on at wide receiver. You know, I don't want to share everything right now. Um, I definitely want to make sure that you guys are tuned into DucksDigest.com because that's where I have all my latest and greatest stuff. Um, I'm going to be rolling out some more stuff on um, kind of what this commitment means for Oregon and, and what's next uh, on the recruiting trail as we head into a very important stretch here in the month of May and then looking towards June. But if you guys are here in the live chat, do me a favor, smash that like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oregon football, Max Torres, and then share the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. Important to lock in with me on Twitter, at mtorres Sports, also at mtorres Sports on Instagram, trying to grow that presence. But um, yeah, this is a really, really important time for Oregon football recruiting. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about Oregon recruiting, I'm your guy. Don't forget that. So I think that's what we'll do. Uh, for today's show. We'll call it a day there. I know we had some people trickling a little bit late, but uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. And you know, if you're watching on replay, leave me a comment and let me know how you're feeling about Oregon football on the recruiting trail in the 2024 class. But uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to talk some ducks with me, talk some recruiting, uh, talk some Oregon football. You know I can never get enough of it, but thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your day. And until next time, thanks for listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.